Oh, yeah. This how you feeling right now? That's how I'm feeling right wow. now. Right now. You bringing it heavy. You bringing it heavy, cousin. You know, because we had a lot off the show that we had to talk yeah. about. Now we back yeah. on the air. And I got uh, two words for my cousin. All respect to those who break their neck to keep their hopes in okay. check. No okay. Okay. Anyways, we like to welcome everybody back to another episode of Good Story. This is episode 46. 46 in the book. We appreciate all the listeners out there that have decided to, you know, give us some love. We had uh, our last episode was we had one of our brothers come home after 35 years. 35 years. And uh, we like to welcome Wesley to our soul. So thank you, everybody, who logged in. We actually broke numbers on that episode. It's still growing. We had, like, in 24 hours, we had, like, 300-plus downloads. Oh, yeah, a lot of communities, they want to hear about this. You yeah, know? So, so we'll have a part two when he comes up. Right now, he's doing some transitioning. He's in L.A. Strons is in L.A. on location, so we'll, we'll yeah. hit up with them. But we have a very, very special guest that we'd like to welcome this week. But we're going to give a little brief introduction as Hobart brings yes. our special gift guest. Sorry, I always fob out when it's, it's, it's when I'm right, looking bro. at you. It's all right. I I am a little bit oh, timid, you know. So I I bring that. Across. So we are all right. So our guest tonight, he is a fashion designer who became well known through his appearance on television, Project Runway, season seventeen. He came to fashion design via high school sewing class. He was also born and raised in the independent country of Samoa in the village of Lotapa and Is that right? Falelima. Lotopa. Lotopa. Sorry. Well, you forgot Papa. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, yeah. He was first introduced to the fashion through his mother. Through fashion. Through fashion. And she sold all their clothes growing up for his brothers and sisters. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. We have Afa. Alu. <laughs> Sorry. You know. You want to do it again? No, no, no. All right, no, then, no, be no. quiet. Then. Learn the buttons. Anyways, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> See, I almost swore yeah, again if I'm on, but I did. Sorry, Alpha. We'll fold for you, man. Yeah, make you up, you know? Okay, you done? I'm just. Uh, my whole thing is with these whole introductions is that we get more of the meat of it when we're actually talking to the yeah, guests. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, these are just a little and brief just let him do it, summary, you know. You know. My fellow Ellen. You know, so, you know what? What? Alpha. What? First of all, we want to thank you for giving of course. us little guys here okay. an opportunity to bring you into our podcast studio. So thank you for coming out. And sharing I your... I could have my Gucci on. <laughs> I could wear my Louis uh-huh. Vuitton. But even with nothing on, that I made you look. I made you look. Thank you, there you go. DJ. Alpha, how you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, how you guys doing? Alpha Alu. Alpha... Okay, Mr. Alu. How are you doing? I'm good. Sorry. How are you guys doing? We, we're good. We're good now. <laughs> a little irritated right we, now, but we got you know, all, we're going to get through we got it. all that uh, bad vibes out yeah. at the beginning of the right. show. Uh, and we're going to keep that to ourselves. We're going to keep that to ourselves. Yeah. So the views that are expressed on this following show is just the views of the person that's talking. Eventually, we'll get the show going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Let's rock it. Let's I rock know. it. <laughs> yeah. So, Alpha. You know, you're you're a big name over here in this small little podcast. We, we room, actually you know? feel very intimidated. Yeah. 
I, I, for I know. being here right, right now. Let's not do that today. You yeah. know, my cousin right here, he was going to wear an Ifai Kanga and a shirt with a bow tie. But I was like, bro, he's going to know you're fake. You know? First and foremost. You know, I'm going to translate for these guys. I do do laundry. Okay. You know, okay. Things are clean. We have a, a washer and dryer. Ironing. Yeah, we yeah. do all that. Steam cleaning. Oh, See? get it, boy. But let me just tell you something. I. I I served a two-year mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Amen. and I told my parents, I am not going to be wearing a white shirt as often as I could because I had enough. Bro, enough is enough. All I got to say, this is not your bishop's office. Anyways. This is not your bishop's office. Back to Afa. Yes. Let's Afa. get back to the show. Afa. Afa, Afa he, let, me, let me just tell you something. If you guys have any moment to like Google what Afa Alu has done, his work has been amazing. Amazing. Known worldwide. Worldwide, and we had an opportunity to like watch a couple of his episodes. The episodes he was on with uh, Project Runway, I think he, they sabotaged him. That's just my own. Mm-hmm. So get out there and yeah. watch it. Actually, don't watch it. He don't get no money for that. <laughs> he only got it for the episode. So forget. But forget watch it. it just to see his talents. You know. Yeah. So talk to us, Alpha. Tell us your background. What got you into? Actually, Hobart talked a little bit about your introduction to fashion. But tell us a little bit more detail. What got you and what motivated you to get into this field of Fashion, fashion. Well, uh, yeah. Well, thank you. First of all, thank you for having me. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's been great uh, so far. Um, I guess growing up in Samoa, my my parents were just uh, creative people. My my dad was an organist. Uh, he plays the guitar. He sings. He, you know, um, and my mom sewed all the time. And you know, he she she loved weaving. So I kind of grew up in that kind of environment, okay. just being a creative kid. Are you the youngest? I am the youngest. Okay. Um, of five kids. So okay, we mean like the Yakongas, all the fine mats? I know how to do all of that. Wow. Wow. Now ask my sister Ophir if she knew how to do that. She doesn't know how to do that because I was raised by my grandparents. Uh, so when I was three months old, uh, my biological, our biological parents divorced. Oh. And then my biological father moved here to America and left my biological mother over there. And so I was adopted by my Biological mother's parents, <clears throat> so that's how I grew up. Very, when I say my parents, I'm meaning my grandparents. Okay, uh, so that's how I grew up. Very Samoan uh, yeah. around the Samoan culture. I grew up. My father was, you know, was very smart in the Samoan culture. Um, so yeah, I I kind of just grew up in that kind of creative world, and my mom was always the type of you know person that like if you like type, if you like a certain thing, you just do it. You know, yeah. there's no wrong or right role for a person you yeah. know right. you know there's none of that in our, our household oh, okay that the, the boys do this and the girls do that exactly. none of that everybody was, does whatever yeah everybody especially with my mom my dad was very strict someone in that yeah. way of thinking uh, but my mom was like you know if you want to do fashion you can do fashion if you want to sew you can sew if you want to weave and not go play rugby and uh volleyball then that's fine. You can stay here and weave, which is the reason why I'm horrible with rugby and volleyball, and I don't know, I don't play any sports whatsoever, which is fine. You know what? You're not the only one. Of <laughs> so I'm very, you know, uncoordinated when it comes to sports. Yeah. So because I just wasn't around that type of environment, yeah. uh, at home. So yeah, that's just how it was for me, just growing up in Samoa in a creative home, and it kind of like helped me kind of 
navigate that world and yeah. kind of find my way in what I love to do and what uh ne- what now I'm I'm doing now. You know, I went to college for political science. Oh wow. Yeah, and I I wanted to be in the CIA. <laughs> CIA or be some sort of lawyer or something like yeah. that. Uh, but after my mission, I decided just to do whatever that makes me happiest. Cause Where'd you serve? I served in Salt Lake City. Oh, nice. Nice. From Samoa. Yeah. So were you spoiled here as a missionary? Uh, yes. And in, in a way, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How, how did, how did Salt Lake City, Utah affect your create creative mind? Like, did you, did it help it or did it? Did like, you pause it for two years? Yeah, like or? was it really something that you? Because you probably never saw mountains like these or no. snow. No, yeah. and I, I I served in Salt Lake City South and uh, in Cottonwood Heights, uh, usually where there's a lot of uh, Palangi people. Yeah, there's yeah. Not that many Polynesians, so I was around. Even though I served in the Samoan wards, the majority of the work was in the Palangi wards, so I was around that. You know. Okay. But to answer your question. Um, it, when it comes to fashion, nothing really happened with fashion. I mean, actually, no, it did, because I made uh, uh, some bridesmaids dresses <laughs> for one of our. While you were on your mission, yeah, yeah, don't wow. worry, that's my mission present for it. No, that's service. That's right, called that's service. What it was. Yeah. So one of uh, my uh, people that I taught and baptized, uh, his name was Heimer Smith, and he got baptized. His wife. Well, that's a real Mormon name. Yeah. Right. His mom wasn't. <laughs> Emma, was it? <laughs> uh, that's Joseph's wife. Oh, okay. I'm still trying to learn the Smith family. <laughs> I just turn, learn to re- anyways. <laughs> no, just me. That's so funny. But uh, yeah, so you know, I his wife wanted bridesmaids dresses. It was too expensive, so we're trying to look for something that was more cheaper. And I said, hey, I know how to sew. So I sewed wow. her bridesmaids dresses, and then I have I baptized two twin twins, a set of twins. Um, and, um, yeah, I made their baptismal dresses. And so wow. I guess in a way I kind of did a little bit of sewing yeah. on my mission as service. Yeah. Um, but the majority of, I guess my creativity, I don't know, uh, brain was mostly in music. I didn't know how to play piano, uh, before my mission. And I taught myself how to play piano wow. on my mission. So now I play the piano and the organ. So are you all by ear and notes? Uh, not also? by ear. Oh. I play by notes. I sight read. Okay. Wow. Um, but yeah, so that's one of the things I created, things I did on my mission that I guess my mission helped me. Wow, all, you've been blessed. All around, all yeah. around. Yeah. So um, being in Samoa and uh, learning how to sew and all that, obviously, did, did you guys have the machines and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so my mother, my mom had uh, one of those old school sewing machines where you wind with one hand. Yeah. I still have that sewing machine at, uh, to this, mo- oh, at this wow. moment. Oh, nice. um, wow. It's, it's mine. Do you use it? Uh, no, it's oh, like a treasure. On display. Like, yeah, like yeah. I just, I, you know, that's something I, I treasure. Uh, but that was the machine I learned on. And then I went to Pesenga, the church college uh, high school over there in Samoa. And okay. that's how I learned how to do, use an electric sewing machine and, you know, all that good stuff. But wow. yeah, I learned on a, um, on a manual sewing yeah. machine where you wind with your right hand and all that good stuff. And then also hand sewing. But yeah. It was, that was it. Wow. That so was when you went to BYU Hawaii, did you, you didn't do any designing? Sewing? Yeah, or anything like that? I didn't take any sewing classes, if that's what you're asking, but I did do some sewing. Like for people? For people's yeah. How wedding. about for PCC? Uh, yes, I was in the, I oh worked my for goodness. the backstrope as well. Yeah. I, I mostly worked as a dancer. Yeah. But during the summer, I worked uh, in the wardrobe uh, yeah. area, so I would make costumes and stuff like that. Which island, which village did you work for? Fiji. Yo. 
Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I didn't. There was no specific village that we worked for. For um, what do you call? You just do costumes for everybody. Oh, okay. For everybody. Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to dancing, you dance. You know, Sophie, they call it Tofi Sa or Hamata. Hawaii yeah. So I danced the Toma Fiji Samoa version. Okay. So tell me your inspiration as far as fashion. What do you look for, like in your when you're sitting down and say somebody comes to you, hey, can you do me a dress that's mm-hmm. you know whatever you come up with? What is, what what do you usually look for your inspiration? Well, I the, when it comes to like well, let's say say for example a, a bridal dress because that's what the most of the meat of oh yeah where the money comes from is mm-hmm. bridal and wedding that I don't necessarily love. Um, but it's fine. It pays the bill, yeah. so it's fine. Um, wow. But, uh, you know, I talked to the bride. How did you meet your fiancé? What's your love story? When it comes to fashion, who do you inspire to be? Or which fashion designer do you love the most? Uh, what do you like to wear? What's your favorite color? That type of thing, you know. Wow. So yeah. I bring all of that together and kind of figure out, you know, what type of neckline do you like? What type of sleeve? Do you want a tight sleeve, long sleeve, short sleeve, bishop sleeve, whatever that type of thing is? What's a bishop sleeve? Uh, it's like a, a puff sleeve with a... With a cuff, it's oh, like puffy, and then it comes down. Oh yeah, my cousin love cuffs. Yeah, okay. Remember? <laughs> All right. All right. Anyways, uh, sorry. yes, because he goes to church and he wears a church. Yeah, shirt yeah, of course, of course, of course. We already shirt. know right, that. Of course, yeah. yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, anyways. So yeah, just like all of that combined. Yeah. Tell fire the story. Or <laughs> <laughs> fire or so yeah. that's how I, you know it helps uh, as a, an inspiration for yeah. whatever dress I'm making. Wow. At, at least bridal. Yeah. So, so in, in in the world of, of fashion, though, how does that different from what you're doing? Because let's let's talk a little bit about this. Give us a little bit of background in the 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 world of fashion that you've been in, uh, involved in? What have you done? Who have you been involved with? That type of stuff. Uh, well, I... Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about Afa. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have shown around the world uh, in multiple fashion weeks. Uh, New Zealand Fashion Week, Australia, LA, Utah, Fiji, London. Now, um, sorry. This is your full-time job, right? Uh, I do this full-time. My full-time wow. job was... My full-time job is also in design, but I design, I don't design dresses as a full-time job. Yeah. I design uh, bedding. Okay. I work for a company called Purple Mattress. Oh, yeah. And I'm the soft goods, soft goods developer designer. So anything that's around the bed, pillows, pajamas, duvets, whatever that kind of stuff. Yeah. We design and develop those things. So I still do designing as a f- yeah. as a full time job. That's why I, you know, but um, clothing, not clothing yeah. when it comes to a full like, nine to five. Yeah. yeah, but I I do clothing also full time on wow. the side. You are a busy home. person. I am. Yes, I am very. But busy. your passion is fashion with clo- yeah fashion yeah. clothing. Yes, clothing. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And so, do you have like a line that you have out, like a a, a clothing line that you've done? Because we. We've been able to see a lot of your your fashion shows and stuff like that. And now, how does that work into like you sell that to the public and, and those type of things? Yeah. So before the pandemic, you know, I had uh, collections, you know, and I would sell those collections. Then the pandemic happened, and nobody actually was buying anything. Yeah. And so then I focused more on um, custom wear, which I still did before the pandemic, but heavily now on custom wear. So that's what I do now. Uh, I'll just 
you know, flat is just custom wear. Okay. Right now, which is mostly evening wear, bridal, and, uh, you know, prom, stuff like that. Nice. Mostly women... Women and and how do how do people find you, Alpha? Like just to get these, like somebody may see a dress or see an outfit someone's wearing. Excuse me, where did you get that, and how can I get something right. like that? Like so, how do they get a hold of you? It's, it's through social media. Wow, uh, you know, on Instagram or TikTok, and then all of those social media platform has my email. So then they email okay. me. That's how we kind of get. If you were to describe your type of uh, fashion, what would it be? Um, I don't know. Maybe I like to use uh, sweetly bold, because mm-hmm. uh, you know I, the silhouettes I use is very uh, simple, okay, and very uh, just you know just the normal silhouettes and cuts. But it's the fabrication of it and what I use, the textures and the colors, the prints that I use that makes it different. Um, you know, I am. Polynesian someone and yeah. so I use a lot of that into my design and it's what causes people to be intrigued by my design and that's the one thing they ask about it's like where you're from you know or yeah what's your design from and what inspire your design and I always say Polynesian women um because you know they, they there's something in it that they don't they don't really know what it yeah. is but yeah. like like tell me what 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 sets your designs as far as a cultural uh design compared to like a Vera Wayne or somebody that's out there, like what, what makes Afa Alu different, you know, right. from what's out in the industry right now? Well, uh, I don't know. For example, some, like I love Vera Wang. The name of my daughter is Vera. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, Afa Alu, my brand is very colorful. I'm very, uh, what's the, Vibrant. Max, I, I, I'm a maximalist, okay. not a minimalist. Okay. And, uh, like Vera, over the top. Yes. First no. of all, my cousin didn't even know that I knew who Vera Wayne was. <laughs> That's my auntie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> first of all, first of all, up here, <laughs> <laughs> but like we were saying, your 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 designs are over the top, and the reason why I like that, we watched um, you you did Tennille's. Oh, huh. Yeah. And the inspiration behind that, and I saw your little video clip. You guys flew out there, you measured her out, you did all that. How many? How long did that take you to do? That was ten hours. Wow. We flew in the afternoon. We went straight to the fabric. Uh, and she saw one. And she saw one. And then we measured her, and then we worked the whole entire night to make the dress. And then the next morning, we fitted her, and we flew right back to Utah. And we did that twice. Uh, and you know, I do got to give a quick shout-out. Shout-out to my sister, Ofera, for bringing you in. You know, I had to, I had to go through the files to make sure, how can I get Afa Alu thank you, on thank our you very, Thank you very Ofera, much. Ofera, thank you so much. Shout-out to Sister Asual for helping us out here. So, Big yeah, shout out to her favorite. I love her. Yeah, yeah. Very good friend with my wife. So she's thank my you. Favorite sibling. Oh, there you go. There you go. We we had an opportunity to also like look up some of your stuff that we saw online, and you. I mean, you've been involved with a lot of famous people, mm. but the styles. I, I wanted to ask you. So culturally, our 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 culture is is modest, you know, and 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 putting out stuff that's pretty modest. Do you? try to reflect that in your designs or is that something that you, you know, cause you're talking about in implementing your culture into right. your designs. When you say modest, are you talking about, uh, yeah, do, do, a, do, do, do you do two pieces for people? Oh, <laughs> are, you, are you saying the cuts yeah. of modesty? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't stick to 
modest look, you know, I just, yeah. it's a variety of different things. It's whatever looked good on them, right? Yeah. And whatever yeah. the person wants, I don't want to uh, box myself into like right. just a, a modest designer, which is fine if someone else does that, but that's just not me. Cause just women are just come in different colors and, yeah. you know, attitude and shapes and sizes. Right. Um, not every woman is the same. And so you just like to design to that specific woman. Yeah. First of all, I just want to stop you. Your, my cousin was going to ask if you can sew his wife a pulitasi. Of Afa do not sew those, okay, cousin? Okay? This is a little bit above that style, okay? Honey, first of all, I did not say that to you. Hobart wants to have a pulitasi made for him. Anyways, right. anyways, anyways. But I did I want to Hobart tell you. look really good in a pulitasi, don't you think? <laughs> No. <laughs> Pula Lua or Pula Tolu? Pula Sefula. Pula, Pula Sefula. Pula Fai. I yeah. know. Pula <laughs> Fai. Yo, Yo family my, my show. Bad, my bad. Hey, anyways. Wow. Jay, come on, man. You guys going to left field on you. us right here. Anyways. Anyways, sorry, Alpha. But what I really wanted to ask, have you ever done a men's suit? Yes, I have. And I don't do it as often because it's a lot of work, uh, oh. more so than a woman's wedding gown. Because mm. there's more parts to uh, well, sew there's together, a lot of hand, right? Uh, hand stitching, especially on the lapel and the front area. Yeah. Because the reason why I ask is, you, do you have a particular material you love to work with? You know, some people like silk, some people like satin. I like woven fabrics. Okay. Uh, that's not ones that don't have a stretch to it. I don't really work with stretch fabrics. People right now are listening to this podcast thinking Leroy knows a lot about nah, stuff. That's nah, going nah, nah. Well, they don't know. I'm <laughs> reading the stuff that's on the <laughs> you know, I I'm will reading. fight for the Google to come out. Anyways, anyways, the, the the thing is that re- the reason why I asked that because we're watching the the NFL Combine and right. during the draft, a lot of these guys have these special made suits and right. they, they cannot be cheap. Oh no, and they do. Yeah. So I saw Tools one. He had like a. Uh, the, the lining, yeah, is, the lining was right. was was uh, custom made, right? And stuff like. Have you ever done stuff like that? No, I have not. I mean, I'm, I've I've done custom suits, but I've mm. never done a different lining. If that's what you're asking, yeah. Um, but yeah, custom suits are very expensive because again of the handwork that goes into it and the fitting and all that. Of of course, but if you want a cheap suit, you can go to like Mr. Mac or oh. oh yeah, of course, Mr. Mac or the Philippines where you get a nice custom lining for really cheap. Um, but yeah, they're pretty great over there, but yeah, custom suits are very expensive to uh, make. What, what is your dream job, Alpha? I mean, uh, I, I, I like to say that you do love your job at the bed place. Of course. But what, but what is your, what is your dream job? Um, I think my dream job is just to stay home and not do anything and let the money roll. Hey, in. yeah. <laughs> That's me, That's me yeah. right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, my dream for the business itself is to be available for every woman of every shape, size, and color, and race, whatever, around the world, to know, easily accessible. Yeah. Um, you know, something that I think women are always asking about. It's just something, especially plus-size women, and most of Polynesian women are very curvy women. Yeah. And it's it's hard to find clothing that are for curvy women that looks good on curvy women. What kind so, of dresses would you suggest for a curvy woman? Well, I love uh, showing off women's curves uh so a tight-fitted dress is really great for me yeah so you know at least with my but then some women are very um what type of material conscious about well if it's a tight-fitted fabric uh dress it's a, a stretchy fabric for sure mm. um but then for a fabric that a, a more flowy dress would be something like a chiffon or like that's not stretchy but very airy and you know yeah easy to work with so have you uh made anything for your wife many things wow <laughs> of course you well, probably sold their wedding dress. I did. Thank you. And wow. I didn't find that on Google. 
Are you sure? <laughs> Positive. He's just he's just talking to social platform. Right, right. Just talking yeah. to Alpha. That's the kind of person that I feel that he is. He's mm-hmm. family oriented. Like if he had like a, a nephew's, you know, baptism or whatever, or you know, whatever, a niece's baptism, yeah. whatever. I know Alpha would go out. Anyways, yeah. Alpha. Now I have pet peeves in style, even though you may look at me and I don't have no style. But my I mean, your my, style is fine. My 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 biggest pet I like peeve your is thank you. My biggest pet peeve is you wear a full nice outfit, like a church outfit, like a suit, like a suit, mm-hmm. and then you wear slippers. Of course. So oh yeah. Tell me what your biggest pet fashion fashion four paw is it four paw or four ma? <laughs> B- biggest pet peeve in fashion. Uh well. My biggest pet peeve for fashion is unironed clothes. Oh, wrinkled clothes. Yeah. Wrinkled clothes. Thank you. You can't just throw it in the dryer. Don't no, look at and me. That, and that's the one thing that Utah, my, my wife loves to do. Uh, when I met her, I asked her, where's your iron? iron? And she says, I don't have an iron. There's a dryer. You can just throw it in with a little wet rag and it'll come out. You know what? Fine. Don't tell me and my kids iron their clothes until my wife yeah. finds out. <laughs> that, so that, if you ask my wife, I'm, a, I'm an iron type of person. Okay. Right. I will iron everybody. and if I see my kids and my wife's clothes before we walk out the door to go to church and they're not ironed, I will tell them to go back in. We're going late. And we're gonna be ironing those. Here clothes. I was I worried about Alpha when he saw me, but I had sweats on. So. <laughs> <laughs> but so that yeah. That and the, people wearing sandals and uh jeans. No. Socks. Socks, yes. <laughs> and I know I'm gonna get cancer for saying that, but please why is that a thing? Like yeah, I don't understand. Maybe they have and ugly toes. Maybe yeah, and I think okay, I'm gonna say this, and I don't mean it in a very mean way, but only American Samoan American Samoan people do that. In Samoa, these are just professional opinions. These are just uh, ladies and gentlemen. I've seen Balangi people wear stuff like oh that. yeah, true. Oh, yeah. But like just Birkin in Samoa stocks. itself, you go to Samoa, people don't really wear socks and sandals. That's not a thing in Samoa. You go to American Samoa, it's a lot of that over there. So yeah. I think it's because American Samoans have accessible, has a lot of access to shoes, I guess. Yeah. Or, I don't or, know. It's cheaper in American dollars. I don't know. Maybe. But I hate, that's one of my other pet peeves, is socks and sandals. Now, don't do it. Okay, so, did you guys hear that? Those yeah. are the fashion tips from the professional. You oh. guys thought it was just me. <laughs> yeah. So, tell me, who is one of your favorite, or in, person that inspired you in fashion in the fashion industry? As a like one of the big names, obviously Vera uh, Wayne. You Vera know, Wang. Yeah. Uh, I would not say that that's her favorite. My, that's my favorite designer, mm. uh, but my favorite designer would be uh, Alexander McQueen, uh, Zach Posen. I don't know if you know these people. I have no idea who uh, they Bruce are. Van Norton. Who, who Herrera? Are they like uh, red carpet guys? Like people walk They're up all and go, red who, carpet "Yeah." So when the stars walk up, who are you wearing? That's one of the things that they uh-huh. do. And then Scaparelli. That's my that's my most recent favorite is Scaparelli. But um, yeah, those are my favorite designers. Wow. I love. Why do you like them? What kind of style did they? Because they're very like me. Uh, mm. Very, uh, they're maximalist when it comes to just throwing everything on the design. Like, for tell example, me a star that they've done. Like, so we kind of on the red carpet. Uh, like for example, uh, like Dries Van Norton loves to mix patterns. A lot. Oh. She do, he doesn't really do a lot of red carpet, you know, but he does a lot of ready to wear. I think when you say ready to wear is something that you just go and buy from the rack and you're mm. ready to yeah, wear. Yeah. Um, and then Zach Posen, I don't know if, what is that movie with, uh, it's like Ocean Eleven, but with women, like Rihanna was in it. Oh, oh uh, uh, isn't that Ocean's 12 or 13? 
I don't know. Anyway, so in one of the scenes, uh, it's at the Met Gala. Yeah. And the women are sitting next to Zach Posen. It's a curly-haired white man. Um, but Rihanna wears a lot of his dresses, um, you know, a lot of the big okay. names. But he doesn't design anymore. But, yeah, those are and – and then also um, – what do you call Alexander McQueen? He's a, a British designer. He's since passed, but he was one of the very first designer designers who did very avant-garde out of like, you know, if you, do you remember the meat dress that, um, yeah, yeah. That, um, what's her name? Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, Gaga yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in, entirely sure who designed that dress, but he would design things like that. Oh, very out of, out of the ordinary. Yeah, when you say avant-garde, it's just like they add a freaking boat on your head and you walk and that's avant-garde, you know, yeah. were you like that? Is that I something? like how it's just a maximalist. That's not my aesthetic yeah, yeah. and how I design, but I like how they are just not afraid to design whatever they want yeah, and put it out yeah. there and don't give to Do me. you think they design like that because their name is so big? It's like, yeah, I'm just going to do whatever. Of course. If, yeah. I throw, if I throw Palusami on you, it's still going to look Or good. if I put Bisupo in your mouth. A mouth guard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry, no, Alpha. You're good. Um, yeah. But yeah, those designers design like that. That that's called like couture, you know. And that couture is mostly um, outrageous look, and that can yeah. be custom made to a woman's measurements. You know, that's a one-off piece type of thing. So that's well, why they're one thing so that, expensive. One thing that always comes to my head: the thing that I I feel like I, I've been blessed with. I don't care what anybody thinks, but when people talk, I just have these images of what you can do. Now, have you ever? Uh, design bags like you know how that's yes. bigger uh-huh so what type of uh, i haven't designed i've made bags and designed bags but like not. designer bags like you have a line of bags out oh no i do not i design bags for fun yeah, yeah. you know and for shoots and for fashion shows right. but i don't design bags i don't yeah no. because you know i could see an afa alu line of bags you know that and stuff like fun yeah and 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 the reason why i say that so when you design stuff for Say a celebrity came in and said, "Off, I have a, a a red carpet event that I'm doing. You have to find because do you do hair also? No. Okay, so you have to find somebody that that uh, accents or contributes to your your design, right? So right. a hairstylist, right. uh, accessories, uh-huh. you know, stuff like that. Do you have a lineup of people that you can call? Like yes." Yes, oh, okay. and those, yeah, and there's a network of uh, makeup artists and uh, right makeup hair stylists that I know, uh, even photographers and uh-huh. even stylists. Mm. The stylist is completely different. Um, that you know, I know would do a really good job in putting the whole entire look. Now, my job is just to design the look itself, mm. but the stylist is the one that picks the hair. And sometimes I, you know, I pick the hair and makeup, but. It's the stylist's job that says, okay, that shoe and that dress look really good with these earrings, yeah. with this hair, whatever. So, yeah. Because the only reason I ask that, too, is we have a lot of young female youth, especially like my daughter. Uh, she's 21 years old. She graduated from cosmetology school, and she decides not to do it anymore. But <laughs> there's a lot of inspiring people that are listening to our podcast that would like to know if you were, what is the, what, what can they do? Like, have you taught classes? Do you... You advise different people, you know, that you feel that, you know, that maybe is an up and coming person that may call you. Like, how how do girls, women, anybody that wants to get involved? Because Vera Wang started at a very late age, of course. you know, and stuff like that. So you want to have people that, you know, if not to think that, oh, I'm I'm over the hill or whatever, or I'm too young. Tell right. us what you would do first if you were to do because you went a different route, and then but fashion has always been your thing. How yeah. would they start? 
Well, I, the, the main thing I wanted to point out is that it's you're always learning. And like your daughter, you said she, she went to cosmetology school and then she doesn't want to do it anymore. And sometimes, you know. She did her mom's hair yesterday. But, oh, but you know, sometimes you, you go through the whole entire process and yeah. you're like, okay, actually I don't like the whole process of that. I thought I would like it. But then now I like it just to do it for fun. But I don't actually do that for a living. I want to do something else for a living. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as someone figure, as soon as you figure whatever you would love to do as a living, then it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a job anymore. You're right. just doing you love what it. you love. Yeah. Like for me, it's I not love work. my job. Right. It, it doesn't feel like a job to me because I'm actually doing what I love, designing, and then I do my own designing on the side when I get home and you know all that stuff. So yeah, I think it's just the first thing is just to figuring out if you are a creative person or not, and that's totally fine. Some people love numbers, some don't. Like yeah. For example, Ken and Ophira. Ken is very into numbers and the tech stuff. Yeah. And Ophira is very creative. She loves to design events and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's totally fine. They figured out that they love those type of different things. And that's what makes them happy and thrive. Uh, like my wife and I, my wife is very introverted. She works for Young Living. She does regulatory stuff. And that's what she does. And she likes that kind of stuff. If I, if you ask me to sit on front of in front of a computer and work like that, Every day, yeah. I would go back to Samoa and yeah. plant plantation because <laughs> yeah. I would rather do that than send yeah. on a computer. So what do you What do you do when you uh, get overwhelmed with all your designs? Designs, because you know everybody gets tired of what they right, do, right? Course. Like, what's your reset or what What's your routine of doing? Uh, this is this right now. Yeah. Uh, since I'm married, I love to just get up and go play with my kids. You know, kids are just very yeah. Innocent, um, you know, just still make you just laugh and do stuff like that. They they make you they force you to go outside and run around stuff like that. So that's one of the things I do. The other thing I do, one other thing I do when I'm stressed is I just sleep. Okay, you know, I just sleep it out. Yeah. I just like come wake up in the morning, and if I feel reset, then great. And if not, that's totally fine. I can nice. just continue that day not thinking about it, and then go back to sleep again. And then the next day, I might be okay. And when you're when you're like putting things together as far as designing. What's your playlist like? Uh, well, uh, it's funny because I don't really listen to music when okay. I'm sewing. Oh, you're a quiet oh, well, person. Yes. I, I, it's either I just sit alone and I sew by myself. Cold heart or killer. Or I, I watch some sort of uh, YouTube documentary that talks about something completely different from what I'm doing. Yeah. To kind of, you know, set my mind so I'm not extra focused. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah. that's a good thing or it makes sense, but I just don't want to exude myself and my brain to just like focus on this one thing or else I'll go crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, inspiration, do you find it through your family? Do you find it through being quiet, your kids? Like what is your biggest inspiration? Uh, like I said, it's women. Uh, yeah. That's my biggest inspiration because I grew up with mostly women mm. and grew up with a woman that really loved me, my mom, and that accepted me for who I was. You know, in Samoa, if you sew, you and a boy, they're like, hey, you know, yeah, you know? Yeah. and that's totally, you know, that's Samoa. And I've, in in various times in my life, I'd start questioning myself if I, if I was like that, you know, because of what people were telling me, because yeah. I loved a certain way. And that's how I grew up in Samoa. Um, but my mother was the constant anchor for me, you right. know, to say, if you love fashion and you love girls, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, it just, there's this stupid mentality about yeah. our people that men, men do men job, women do men job. They don't crisscross. That's fine. Yeah. I don't understand that in our culture because men do all the cooking. Exactly. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I cook. I don't know. No, I cook, bro. Making shamu and putting it on bread is not it's cooking. It's not cooking. Yeah. <laughs> That is not Putting cooking. stuff in the exactly. fridge. Exactly. Talk about our personal life. Anyways, he called Anyways. me the other day anyway. and showed me he had <laughs> no. me shamu. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, cooking. Polynesian women are uh, the constant inspiration for me. Nice. Or just women in general. Because I feel like they were my safe haven when I was trying to figure Nobody out. Judged. Nobody judged. Nobody judged. Yeah. They love me. Then they come and say, like, oh, can you make me a dress? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I can make you a dress. So it was just, you know, that's my biggest inspiration. Now, truly, for people out there that's probably wondering, you know, they're in the market to find a wedding dress or a person to make them a wedding dress. Offer is not cheap. What does that look you're for, for a discount, financing? Find somebody else. Uh, you're asking how, what is the price range? Is that yeah, what just, just to get, I know uh, wedding dresses are pretty pricey of out course, there. Of course, especially custom wedding dresses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Well, my starting price is 3000 Okay. And that's very cheap for custom. Uh, yeah, dresses. three racks. Yeah. You understand that? Golu uh, wafe. You know <laughs> that is, anyways. And that's still very cheap. Yeah, that if is. If you go to another custom designer here in Salt Lake City, they'll probably start you at five thousand. Wow, and that's the most cheapest dress. Uh, support, support offer. But keep, keep the it's money. It's probably brown, three thousand because this is something you love to do, right? You know, and it's easy. And I don't really do fashion for the money. Yeah, I do fashion because I love. Yeah, uh, to do fashion, it's just like uh, it's a hobby to me, and yeah. I just like it's part of my DNA. Let, let me just let me just interject here. Uh, anyways, <laughs> how about Egypt? Three thousand is a very cheap price for somebody's stuff that has been displayed at Buckingham Palace. Yeah, tell but us about that Buckingham. Talk Palace. to us we about haven't talked about the that Queen yet. of England yeah. and her uh, people, right? <laughs> Well, I uh, I got the email from the organization that was organizing the show to be put in Buckingham Palace. And so I saw the email and I was like, okay, nobody's going to do a fashion show in Buckingham Palace. Who the hell does that? Yeah. And so I didn't really, I didn't answer them back at all. I went to Samoa for a fashion show. I got the another email from them saying, hey, did you see our last email? We'd love to have you in this Commonwealth Fashion Exchange during London Fashion Week. Um, in Buckingham Palace, you meet the royal family, blah, 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 blah. Wow. So I thought, oh, maybe it's true, you know. And so I emailed, I emailed them back, said, yeah, that's great. Sure, I'll do it. And that was it. And then I got, um, they asked for my mailing address, so I gave them my mailing address. And so I got a, a really thick envelope with an invitation that was very, very handmade, you know, wow. with the signature of the queen. And with the seal. Yeah. Seal and everything. Wow. Where you know where it says that the something like the the leader of the household or whatever they call it, because the invitation are not sent out by the queen; they sent out by someone that is over the household yeah. of the queen. Um, so you know, I forgot what they call it. Something of the household like to invite you to Buckingham Palace. Blah blah. blah. Give me the invitation. Yeah. My little slip that I have to give to the the guard with the big hats um and stuff like that so yeah it just and that was it and did you get I, to did you get to meet the royal family i met some of the royal family yes did you see the queen from afar because yes, i know you I can't do, get yeah. close you know? <laughs> yeah yes very much so wow um but you know i got to meet people that are royalty in the fashion industry like oh, also nice. even like tyra banks yeah uh naomi campbell all those big names yes <laughs> That was anyway, terrible. That, really that, nice. that was a terrible. <laughs> bro, that was Naomi all the way, bro. That was not. Anyways. Uh, I don't know. That was like more like RuPaul. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Arrest me then. <laughs> I'm too sexy for Okay, myself. anyways. So tell me this. We're going to wrap this up, but we want to be able to... Uh, I want to ask who's the most famous, some of the famous people you've designed for. Uh, well, right now, I would say uh, Jen Shaw. <laughs> okay. Even though she's in jail, I hope she gets out and learns her, learns her <laughs> lesson. I love the woman, but her, it's just a decision, you know, or not the best. Isn't but she a Salt Lake uh, prison? Who, no, no. She, real she was real, real, Yeah, real, yeah. Real. She's yes. Tongan, is she? She's Tongan Hawaiian, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's in jail now in Texas. She just oh. went in last. How long did she get? Six, six and a half years. OMG. Yeah. Shut the front door on that. Shut it. So everybody, and when I say everybody knows who she is, everybody knows who she is. Yeah, and her husband was an NBA player, I think, or something like that. Uh, her husband is the coach at the U uh, football. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, is he? Sharif, football. Sharif yeah. Shah. Yeah. Oh. Not the main coach, but I don't know football. Were you close like, to her? Oh, yes. I was her personal stylist and designer for the first season. She wow. pay you good? No. Well, good for her then. then good for her. Yeah. Lock her up. Lock yeah. it. Jen. So my five was Okay, well, let's move on. Let's move <laughs> yeah, on to somebody move else. On. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody. Yeah, you know, and then I have people like Tanel, mm. uh, Dinah Jane. Mm. I've I've sent design for like people like Lizzo, but I've never, you know. you Stylists reach out to you to design things for people like that. Like even uh, Drew Afwalo. You know, do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, their stylists reach out to designers to, hey, oh, can nice. you make a look for wherever that person is? And Lizzo stylist reached out to me to do the same thing. Drew Afwalo is the one that interviewed The Rock and uh, on Red Carpet. Okay. And The Rock Thank failed you. epically. Yeah. So and we're not going to talk about that, anyways. Um. So that's a whole different subject. Yes. You yeah, know. Yeah. We love The Rock, uh, but just we don't have to have Afwa on because you know Afwa. Afwa he. He he's a controversial person. We're gonna have to get him on. You know? <laughs> so we're gonna have a dust up. We're gonna kick in up dust. We're, 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 we're gonna get we're gonna get an episode of Dusty kicking up dust. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Okay, so That's Alpha man, she, we are gonna have to have you on, but we wanna we wanna be able to shed some light on some of the things you got coming up in the future, and I want everybody to uh, to check this out. Alpha, do you got a website or anything to reach out to you if they wanted to do some some designs or get a wedding dress or some ifaikangas or you know maybe well, some don't do ifaikangas, but uh, if you wanna reach out to me about wedding dresses and stuff like that, well, how can I get one of those uh, over overall ones that you had in that picture with the you know the. The, the the green. You just have to talk to me about it. You know? I want to wear one of those with no shirt on. You know, and just walk around like. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait for after the show I, before yeah. you ask all these. Sorry, yeah. Alpha. Anyways, go ahead, Alpha. So you can just reach me uh, through email info at alphaalu dot com. Info at alphaalu yes dot com. Yeah, and to get a custom dress. But uh, to speak on the fashion show that we're doing, yeah, uh, it's Utah Pacific Fashion. Utah Pacific uh, Fashion, July twenty ninth. We have some. Big names coming out to the fashion oh, nice. uh, show, as far as celeb- excuse me, celebrities and uh, influencers, but also fashion designers. We have fashion designers coming from Papua New Guinea, Samoa, American Samoa, New Zealand, Hawaii, what, what, Fiji. What, is this the Fiji. first week of July? No, last week 29th. of July. Oh, oh, 29th. okay. Can you follow along? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's just uh, the fashion show. That, uh, there's three of us co-founders. It's Myself, Benjamin Powell, who is a, a fabulous hairstylist. Okay. Um, and then Carolina Rapp, who's a, a jewelry designer. She's Tongan. And uh, Benjamin is Tongan Fijian. But we met at a fashion show, and we decided just to 
but we all live here in Salt Lake City, or at least, at least we are, you know, the center is here in Salt Lake City. But we decided to do something like that because there's nothing like that here in the, in Utah, but also in the United States. What what is it a one day event? It's a, well, it's a two day event. The market night is the twenty seventh mm-hmm. or the twenty sixth. We have to solidify our venue for that. But our website uh com will have all the information. But utahpacific.com. utahpacificfashion.com, right. So the market night, we have uh, local booths can come out there and sell stuff. We have the designers that are coming. They're going to be selling some stuff over there. So, you know. What's the uh, cost to get into this? Uh, zero. Oh, it's free. Wow. It's free just to go just go buy something. Yeah. yeah. You know, from our support designers. Our, support yeah. our vendors. Yeah. So, yeah. Support our people from from the islands that are coming all yeah. the way to America and to Utah. To, you know, it'll be nice. So calling the whole entire uh, community to come out for that on the 26th or the 27th. Again, it's going to be on our website and our social media. But UtahPacificFashions.com. Yes. Fashion. Fashion.com. Yeah. Yep. And then... Um, on our Instagram and our Facebook, it's the same Utah Pacific fashion. Um, but the, the the main events is the fashion show on the 29th. Um, but yeah, it's going to be great. The nice. tickets are open now. We have VIP, general admission, and standing. And uh, we, do you need 50-year-old models? That We already casted our models, but we have a oh. variety of ages and sizes of models. Okay. I'm Sorry, just asking for whole work. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Of course you are. <laughs> I'm all broken up because they already casted the but models. But yeah, come out to the show. Nobody want to model over there. I'm going to come over there and just watch them. <laughs> yeah. So what is there an etiquette? There's a dress code? Is there anything like that that you have to worry about going to these fashion shows? Because you see these fashion shows, people got to go dress You can wear whatever you want, really. Just be comfortable. Okay. Yeah. And and it's in where? It's in Salt Lake City at the Grand Building at the oh. uh, Utah Fair State. Yeah. Utah State Fairgrounds. State Fairgrounds. 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 Yes. So please the grand no. building where you have the weddings and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So at the bottom, it's going to be the fashion show. At the top, it's going to be the VIP and after party. Okay. Ooh. I wonder if Good Story Podcast cast can we... Oh, for real. Does the Good Story Podcast get in VIP? Like, I don't know. I hope we, we do. Because... Me. Anyways. So... <laughs> I got fashion socks. There you go. With yeah. with with that being said, Alpha, please leave us with a little bit of you know inspirational thought that you may have for the generations that are come that are listening to us and that want to be inspiring. Yeah, fashionistas, people that look up to you out there that you don't know about. You know, they want to. Alpha knows everybody. Well, you know, they they need some inspirational messages. Everybody. You know, right? What, what do you have? for uh, our It's people? the same thing I say. If I can make it out of Savaiqfa Lima and the whole entirety of Samoa. Not American Samoa by myself and made the name for myself and have people now know me in the fashion industry and I'm still growing. Anyone can do it. So if you're living in America, the land of the milk and honey is what they say. Exactly. Yes. And you want to do whatever you want, especially if it's fashion. I'm speaking in fashion. What the hell is stopping you from doing yep. it? If you want to fasusu your honey, I mean, uh, you know, the milk and honey. Again, well, the views <laughs> the views that are expressed on this show are strictly of those that are talking Sorry, yes. on it those at this that time. Are All right, so why'd you tell me to say that? Oh no, but I could have my Gucci. We, we want to thank really, everybody for listening really to our podcast. We want to thank everybody. Thank our last week listeners, our this week listeners. Thank you very much for listening to the good story. Let's go, Kalasoyo, Unku.